huge. They were big on purpose, plan, plan, purpose, purpose. Find out your plan. What is? What are you good at? What hate? What do you hate? But I guess where we got it wrong was we we're trying to make people follow, find purpose, or follow a plan, and they didn't give their lives to Christ. Wow. They were trying to make people be, um, have purpose in life and do all those things, and they were not living in righteousness. People were not obeying God daily. So what I'm saying is, start with obeying God daily. Start with living righteously. Once you have covered that, it says the will of God is sanctification. It starts from there. Sanctify yourself. Separate from the world. Focus on Christ. Becoming like Him. Hello everyone and welcome to Sarah's Kindred on Kingdom World Radio, your online gospel radio that helps you know Christ and live by his truth. Sarah's Kindred is a program where women who fear the Lord speak with each other about the way to live appropriately as people serving the Lord and also teach each other what is good. I am Ikechi Odu and you're welcome. So join this conversation, connect with us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter at the KW Radio or email at radio at pastor.ng. Please don't go anywhere. We'll be right back shortly. Sarah's Kindred. This is Kinder World Radio. You can join the conversation on all our socials, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at the KW Radio. I'm so excited today to introduce our topic because I believe it's a topic of the season. Today, we'll be discussing life and what really matters, understanding and being addicted to the plan of God for your life. We are glad to have two enlightened ladies, emphasis on the word enlightened, <laughs> in the studio with me today. Mrs. Olayemi Patrick Ijemwa and Miss Grace Chukudi, you're welcome. Thank you. Thank you, Mom. <laughs> Mrs. Olayemi Patrick Ijemwa is a housewife, a mother of three amazing children, and the host of the program, Your Christian Journey. She's also a gospel actress, talking about the word enlightened. <laughs> and she seeks to follow God, Christ, fully. That is why you are here. Okay. <laughs> That's why you are here, because we want to follow him with you. Hmm. Hallelujah. Amen. And Miss um, Grace Chukudi is a teacher and has been a teacher for many years. She's a seasoned teacher in a secondary school right here in Enugu. And she says that Christ is the hope of her glory. Mm. Sister, you're welcome. Thank you, Mom. We are so glad to have you all here in the studio today. Look, I'm so excited about this topic. And I hope you are too. Because I know we are going to learn a lot about life. Mm. We can't be doing life and not know what it's all about. Mm. You know, so that's, we're going to kick off. And for our program today, we're going to do our program in a very, when I say orthodox style, it will be Bible study style. So I like, I encourage our listener at home, in the office, wherever you are, 
if you can get a pen and a paper, I'd like you to pay attention to the scriptures so that you can go back to them and meditate over them. And I know that they will be a blessing. So I'm going to be reading some scriptures so that we can discuss them. And for our background conversation, I'm going to be reading from 1 Peter 3, um, 3 to 6, and I'm going to use the NLT translation. And it goes thus. Don't be concerned about the outward beauty that depends on fancy hairstyles, expensive jewelry, or beautiful clothes. You should be known for the beauty that comes from within, the unfading beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit, which is so precious to God. Verse 5 says, That is the way the holy women of old made themselves beautiful. They trusted God and accepted the authority of their husbands. Verse 6 says, for instance, Sarah obeyed her husband, Abraham, when she called him her master. You are her daughters when you do what is right, without fear of what your husbands might do. Look, this is Sarah's kindred. Let me just announce that again. So automatically, we are the kindred of Sarah. Mm -hmm. We are her tribesmen. Or do I say tribeswomen? Women. <laughs> we are tri we are her tribeswomen. Mm -hmm. The Bible says we are her daughters. Mm -hmm. So we need to, we are extreme a part of her life mm -hmm. that was so key. Now, I chose this scripture not because of the fashion, but there's something this scripture is trying to say. This, this scripture is trying to say, this is the easy focus of the world, but it shouldn't be. Something else is the focus. That's what the scripture is trying to say. Mm -hmm. Now, it's trying to tell us there's something about life that we might be giving attention to, that it's not the focus, it's not key, it's not priority to the plan, and there's something else we should be keeping focus to. Now, that is what Sarah and the old women of old did. They focused on the quiet spirits. They didn't put a lot of energy on the external but on the internal. You know, this amongst so many other things are what we're going to be extraying right on the program here today. So, this scripture has helped us. I mean, this scripture has kick-started, it has kick-started the conversation by automatically talking about fashion. Mm -hmm. And look, we women, we love fashion, you know, but the scripture has portrayed fashion. I want to ask us ladies, let's, let's spill it out. Let's just, let's discuss us first. Let's, I know we said by reading the scripture, but let's discuss us. Apart from fashion, hair, jewelry, all these things listed in this scripture. Look, Mrs. Jenwa, what other things do you think is, can pose as a distraction? Or something that you feel women of our generation were throwing a lot of energy mm. into. Okay, thank you for having me here. So what I will just start with is when the scripture talks about, um, or in Matthew 6, mm. when Christ was attending to or addressing issues about what we worry about, you know, he started talking about don't worry about what you will eat, what you will drink, and what you're going to wear. So immediately, that conversation was saying, you people have it mixed up. This life is not about 
these things I have come to observe that you are distracted with. Life is actually what we created this existence for, is for the kingdom and righteousness. But as it is now, you have put this one in front of you. It's interesting you read that um, scripture because that clearly falls under what we would wear. Yeah. So we, we, we go after clothing. Mm. We go after what we will eat. We go after, you know, the likes of it. Build houses, like wear beds, you know, do things like that. And then we, while you're doing that, because you can't do two things at the same time, so because you're being distracted with that, you're not focusing on the real plan. There was a plan. There was a plan. It's, this creation wasn't by accident. Somebody had a plan. So we're distracted with what we would eat, what we would drink, and with what will we clothe ourselves. And that's where all the adorning, you know, trying to satisfy ourselves with, you know, more fashion, more fashion, more fashion to sort of kill that thing that is supposed to make us seek for the real plan. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for that. You know, I, I just, I'm so excited about that scripture you shared in March because that's so key. Um, Sister Grace, I don't know whether, you know, the question is actually spilling out. Like, mm-hmm. it's like, let us open women up. So I don't, <laughs> I don't know whether there's any other thing you want to add to what she has said. As we're talking, Mrs. Ijewa, what came to my mind was, do you know that I don't know that there are some women that say, I won't attend church today because I don't have a dress to wear. <laughs> I just thought about that. That does happen. Yes, does and happen. I know that is a thing, <laughs> you know, mm. like, ah, I don't think I'll go to church today. I don't have a dress to wear. Yeah, because what, no, what, what, when you don't have a dress to wear, it kills your mood. Then you hide under, I'm not in the mood. Oh, wow. There's a reason you're not in the mood. Why are you yeah. not in the mood? <laughs> I've gone through all my dresses. I don't have a new one to put on. And church women, they already know all these my dresses. Oh. They already know. They know these ones already. Like my people, we are wearing this one every, every Sunday. They know it. Oh. So my mood just changed because I don't have a new dress. <laughs> wow. I, it, it just hits me while we're talking. So, Star Grace, I want to find out from you. Let us open. We are women. Can you open us up more practically? Are there things that you think... Women, we are not trying. We are focusing on some things. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you for having me here Welcome. today. Um, another thing I want to add is um, expectations. Sometimes that um, all those passion and the likes, they are an offshoot mm-hmm. of expectations from both ourselves, family, colleague, relative, the society at large. You know, there's a lot of expectations on us. And that throws pressure on us trying to meet up in the process we get involved with so many things. It could now, you know, show off as career pursuit. It can show off as, you know, desires, all manner of desires. You know, that's what I want to add to it. Well, that's so beautiful. I don't know whether we can, I don't know whether somebody wants to talk about the issue of desire. I just want, can somebody say the role of desire? Because do you have anything to say about desire? I just think we should talk a little bit about desire. Because I've seen that from everything we've said, there is a motion of self, mm-hmm. the culture, the society. So it's all about the desire of my ego, mm-hmm. what I want. And from the initial scripture we read, it's like, it's not your desire. It's somebody else's desire or something else we should be desiring. So I don't know whether anybody has 
something to say about desire before okay. we move to the next question. So what I will just say about desire is that, um, you know, we were... Once you're born into this existence, it's almost like you're programmed. A lot of things just start programming you. Wow. So before you even can get your own thoughts and say, this is my thought, somebody, something else has programmed you. You already know that you, this is the way to live in this life. You do one, then you move to two, then you do. So your desire itself is what other people or what this existence places value on. So it is what every other person is placing value on that it will tend to come back at you too. Mm -hmm. And you too, you sort of just automatically place value on that thing too. And then that's where your desire is. You hardly find one person that stands out amongst a hundred. Everybody seems to want to, you know, do what is normal, you know, to every other person. So, so what I'm saying is, if you stand out, you become the old person. You become the old person. So the desire now is not always the plan of the one that created this place. Because we didn't make life. Mm -hmm. So we can't really make, we don't know how it's supposed to be lived. But we are programmed by another thing. So, but when one person now pauses and says, what is going on here? I give my life to Christ. Then somebody else now start telling you what the real plan is. So when you start listening to that person telling you the real plan, it start changing your desire as well. And then you become the odd one out. Because the rest of the people, they are programmed in a certain way as well. So their own desire too is different. Their desire is, okay, what I will be eating what I'll be wearing, what I, and they, they might think that um, it shows that you're ambitious, but it's still about your belly. It's not more than your belly. It's not more than your belly. You are not carrying the agenda of the one that created this existence. So let me, let me keep quiet. <laughs> That's so beautiful already. Please, the, the conversation continues, actually. Mm -hmm. Just visit our socials and drop your contributions. You know, when you use the word normal, it means you said the word normal. I just found out that that's what God is trying to do. When in your circle, you see a lady who is 50 and she's not married, is God waking us up to the routine that, look, I do abnormal things. When that woman who is in your circle and she's been married for 15 years and she doesn't have children, is God scattering everybody, saying, look, I'm not ticking these boxes that you are ticking. Do you understand? There's yeah. something I'm about that, look, you guys are not turning your eyes in that direction. I'm waking everybody up. Because you still find out that, that that lady, that family, God still has a plan for them, regardless of what you think you have, they don't have. And that's just so beautiful to know. So for our next question, like I've already said, our dear listener, please make sure you have your Bible close by. Make sure you have your pen, your paper. We are doing it Bible study style. So I'm going to read some scriptures and we're going to go into our next conversation. I'm reading from Psalm 139 verse 16 and it says... Your eyes saw my substance, mm. being yet unformed, mm. and in your book they were all written. Mm. The days fashioned for me, mm. when as yet there was none of them. Mm. Ephesians 1 verse 9 says, God's secret plan has now been revealed to us. Mm. It is a plan centered on Christ, mm. designed long ago, according mm. to his good pleasure. Mm. Mm. Ephesians 1 verse 11 says, it's in Christ that we find out who we are and what we are living for. Long before we first heard of Christ and got our hopes up, 
he had his eyes on us had designs on us for glorious living i need to add that that last scripture was actually in the message translation mm -hmm. i don't know whether you took notice of how many times even from the first peter we we read mm -hmm. that the word fashion mm -hmm. and design has been coming up i think the lord is saying something to women in the house today the lord has a fashion and a design for you regardless mm -hmm. at every season of your life God has a design for you for glory. Look, this is where I drop my conversation. Ladies, I just want to ask you, what should be a reaction to this scripture? I just feel in the room that some women are saying, is this thing this woman read part of the Bible? Like, is this thing in the Bible? Yes, and that's why I read it out. So look, I just want our guests to take over and just speak to us from their hearts. Um, Sister Grace, I just want you to just, what can you tell this woman who is so shocked right now I like did you just read the scripture like i thought we are here to be ticking boxes just finish nyc marry born raise the children let them marry let them let me go for mugo i mean is was there a plan can you help women in the in the house today praise the lord hallelujah like it's it's really a thing of discovery mm. it's a discovery for everyone because the, to, to be honest, the average human being out there, we don't have a plan, mm. to be honest. Because without Christ, there's no plan. Mm. You really don't have a plan, honestly. Because you find yourself, our plans, it's full of, it's selfish, it's insatiable, you can never satisfy it. As you're satisfying one, it's, it's creating room for another one. You keep yearning and yearning and craving until sometimes some people get depressed mm -hmm. in the process because you can't satisfy it so to me the very first point of knowing about the plan of god is to empty yourself to come to that point where if god has not done you if, if it's pastor banking in his words he'll say god will do a strong thing because you will keep you know moving with life and thinking that you have it you know in plan in check until at a point you find out that really you have no plan for yourself. Okay, once we come to that point where we zero our mind and relax for God and you know, kind of surrender to His will and to, you know, that is the point where He will start talking to us, revealing these things to us. So it's actually a point of discovery for every child of God. Praise the Lord. Wow. I just feel in the room that there are so women that just like their life is about to stop right now. Mrs. Ijema, please, what's your contribution? Okay, so when you were talking, you talked about a 50-year-old woman without, that is not married, and it's a way of God saying disruption. God. That is, it's not, it doesn't have to always go the way we are always thinking. Yeah. Marry at 25. I have, I have a purpose for every single person. Ooh. So, and the person that comes to mind is Anna that was praying for the Lord Jesus. She did get married, but what did the Lord do? Turned her into a widow, and she lived to lived a full life. Mm. She was without a husband. Mm. And when Jesus was born, she said, this is what I've been praying for. Can I go now? Ooh. So that is how the Lord is. And what that is just saying is this life, there's a purpose for every single person, all right? And it's not, it's not that you will just, um, it's for you to go and discover it. Somebody wrote it 
in a book because the bible talks about books mm. so the book was written so because it was written that's why you were sent here so now you will now live life mm. and as you're living they are recording again to ensure that at the end of it all the two books will match so Another issue is you can't live that life without Christ. You can't find that purpose without Christ. You have to come to accept Christ. That is the foundation. Then from there, the Lord now starts relating with you. And then you start living in that plan. You see? So whatever it is God has called for. I mean, John the Baptist. John the Baptist. That was the purpose of God for his life. Nobody told us that this life was in, like in his words, holiday resort. Mm. This is not a holiday resort. That's this true. is a, this is an assignment post. So do what you were sent to do, and vacate. You see, do what you were supposed to do. You were assigned for something. Something was recorded for you. Go and get it done. So it's mm. not. We shouldn't hold on to this life to the point that. We now start betting our own plans. Mm, mm. <laughs> That's where we get it all wrong. Mm. Thank you so much. The plans of God, I know, is becoming very clear in the lives of women today. Mm. And I know that our focus is being shifted to the right point. Mm. Praise God. Mm. If you've just joined us, we have been discussing life and what really matters. Understanding and being addicted to the plan of God for your life. This is still Sarah's Kindred on Kingdom World Radio. We'll continue this conversation after this break, but you can join the conversation on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at the KW Radio. Kindly use hashtag Sarah's Kindred to help us track your conversation. have you back on Sarah's Kindred right here on Kingdom World Radio. We have been talking about life and what really matters. Understanding and being addicted to the plan of God for your life. We've had two wonderful guests in the studio and it has been simply wonderful. Mrs. Olayemi Patrick Ijenwa and Miss Grace Chukudi have been our guests so far. So far we have been able to discuss the focus We've started by asking, talking about the things that distract and what's really the focus should be. And we have been turned to the focus of, there's actually a plan, mm. you know, and that's where we are today. And it's, that's, that's the actual conversation we are having. And we're going to continue on that note. Now, it's as if we woke some women up and they're like, okay, so there's a plan. Okay, I need to be born again. Okay. Christ has this plan. Okay, it's written in a certain book. All right. How do I follow this plan? And there's something um, Sister Grace said. She said, you know, she just hit it and gave it to us direct. Mm -hmm. She said, empty yourself. You, because, look, I think we should build on that before we, you know, move forward in this conversation. What is, like, what is that? <laughs> Mm -hmm. What does that mean? Let me throw that question back to you, Sister Grace. Can you just elaborate more on that? What does it mean to empty myself? Of course, we have to come to the end of ourselves. We have to come to the end of ourselves. We have to 
stop struggling to. In fact, don't even put any effort to try to because you still not be able to do that. So when we come to that point where we have tried to make things work, okay, we've tried to put structure by ourselves, we've tried, you know, to plan life and work life out and it hasn't happened, we have to give up. It's just like following, just like um, Isaiah 53, 7 said, he was led like a lamb to the slaughter, mm -hmm. and as a sheep before its shearers is silent. So he did not open his mouth like zombie. He's just following God because he has the word of life, because he has life in himself. There's nothing, there's, you don't have any plan. That's just the way to follow him. Like you have no plan for yourself. Okay, that's, for me, that's the definition. Following him like a zombie, like you don't even know what you're doing but you are in the path, in the right path. Wow. Wow. Look, that's so beautiful. It's just like, you know, Nigerians have this word clueless. So just <laughs> like follow God without a clue of what you might do. <laughs> that was a good word. I just want to ask, because I just feel in the room, women are asking, okay, there's this plan. Okay, I'm to empty myself. Like, how can I know this plan? How can I really know this plan? I think that's the beginning. Mm -hmm. How can we know this plan? This means Ijewa, can we help us out? Okay, so I think your question is focusing on the specific plan mm. for each individual's life. In as much as that is really not difficult to know, I guess the tool or the easiest door to use to um, discover this specific plan of God for your life is when you start doing the general one the general one meaning there are things that are expected of every believer in christ jesus i believe the, the, you must have first given your life to christ because like we said earlier that's the foundation so that's how god can start relating with you so for you to fall into that plan there are things that are expected of you there are lifestyles that are expected of you because let me just branch a bit and talk about because there was a time I don't know if I should blame it on motivational speakers. I mean, they take all the blames these days. <laughs> motivational speakers or motivational preachers, I don't know what to call them. There was a time they were huge. They were big on purpose, plan, plan, purpose, purpose, find out your plan. What is, what are you good at? What hate, what do you hate? What do you do, do you, you know, what, what resonates with you? But I guess where we got it wrong was we we're trying to make people follow, uh, find purpose or follow a plan and they didn't give their lives to Christ. Wow. They were trying to make people be, um, have purpose in life and do all those things, and they were not living in righteousness. People were not obeying God daily. So what I'm saying is, start with obeying God daily. Start with living righteously. Once you have covered that, it says the will of God is sanctification. It starts from there. Sanctify yourself. Separate from the world. Focus on Christ. Becoming like him. We are all God seekers by nature. I mean, that was where we were conceived. Mm. From the communion of God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And then man became. They said amongst themselves, let, let us make man in our image. So make sure you are communing with that God. And you, the only way we can really seek this God, he made it easy through Jesus Christ. Because nobody could have found God by themselves. Mm. But he came through Christ, right? So now, begin to do the general one, first of all. Ensure that... You are living the life he wants you to live. 
you are not a Christian part-time. That is part-time. Mm. You are a Christian full-time. So it's not that you want your purpose in life. And purpose is not money, Ubiko. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Material success is not what we are discussing here. We are saying whatever it is that he has sent you to do, it is your duty to commune with him until it is bested through you. Mm-hmm. So, but the question was, how do you ensure that you are following this plan? Mm-hmm. Now that you know that there was a plan. How do you know the plan? How do you know the plans? Mm-hmm. That's with the general one. Mm. Ensure that your life is conforming to the image and the likeness of Christ. Mm. And there is no way you can get it wrong that way. Mm. Just keep your eye on Christ. There's no way you will not... That specific one that we are discussing, you will definitely be... You will fall into it. Mm. That's just so... That's just so Mm -hmm. foundational. Mm -hmm. That's so clear. Because there's something I always say... Three and four is not more important than <laughs> one, one and two <laughs> at all. Three and four cannot be... It feels like it's greater, <laughs> but it is not more important than one and two. Mm-hmm. Because you see, while that prodigal child was away, mm-hmm. that son was taking instructions and doing instructions. That the father the said, you know, daily you have to do this. Mm-hmm. So he was fulfilling purpose by just being with the father. Okay, today you have to take care of the cattle. Okay, today have you paid the harvesters? He was at home. But that one who was far away. So now this brings us to the authority and the power of the secret place in matters like this. I don't know, Sister Grace, I don't know whether you have a reaction to this. What should we do with this information? Who am I, the plan of God for my life, with an epileptic secret place or Mm. priesthood Mm. or um, relationship with God or power or encounters with God. What am I? The plan of God, all those things without... What am I? What can I do with this? You can absolutely do nothing. Mm. <laughs> said without me, you can do nothing. Mm. Absolutely can't do anything without the place of prayer, mm. without a, a worded life. Mm. Okay? What I encourage Christians to do is Make sure you charge your atmosphere with the Word of God, scriptures, prayers, all the time. Because what we are contending with is powerful. You think it's just analyzing a news flash. Before you know it, your faith is down. It's gone, like it's zero. You start building it again. So what we are contending with is spiritual. So I encourage any child of God that is on this path. Luke 3.8 said we should bear fruit in keeping with repentance. We mm. can't do that, you know, without doing anything. There's, there's work for us to do, okay? In the place of praying, in the place of studying the word of God and listening. There's something I told myself. I said, I don't know how much I've lived and what is remaining. But what I've told myself is, I'm not going to sit down and listen to someone that, that doesn't have the word of life mm. to give to me. Because any time you stay, this, once you are sitting and there's a message going on, there's a spirit being passed with the message. And if you're not careful, you can counter whatever work you think mm. you're having with God. So sourcing a good Bible-believing church mm. is good. You know, meditating, making out time with Christians. There are some times that 
I'll just pick up my phone and make a call and I'm calling a sister. And we're encouraging ourselves mm. in the Lord. We will just feel we're gisting, but mm. it's a fellowship. Mm. So if we're not conscious of these things and we're intentional about them, we will not be able to achieve them. It will just be, we'll just be paying lip service to them. Mm. Praise the Lord. Thank you. Thank you so much for that. But see, I want, I want to say what you've said louder. Mm-hmm. Look, in a world where people feel we're under pressure to do, and we're talking about the plan, and I feel that some people want, some women want to wake up to the next morning and say, okay, I want to feel like God should tell me what to do. I just feel they didn't hear you loud enough because you were trying to say that the work of God is to sit in his presence. I don't know whether, Sister Ola, whether you can make this thing that we are trying to say louder for women to understand that sitting with your Bible and engaging with the right messages, the right pastors and fellowship is a work of the Lord. Because mm. we're, there's a lot of emphasis that has been in doing. So we, we are telling we are choir members, we are ushers. We, are, we have not valued the work of sitting to listen. Can you elaborate on this as regards to the plan of the Lord? That part of the plan is sitting down. In fact, the plan is you, to work on you, to work in you, to work through you, you know, so, and that is not easy because God is spirit, but we are mostly flesh, Mm. though we are made up of spirit, soul and body, Mm. but this, our flesh seems to have been programmed in a way. Mm. And so it doesn't really like the things of the spirit. So God needs to penetrate through us, you know, and get us. Mm. So what that, to echo what my sister said, it's a lot of work. It's not what you do casually. You have to be intentional. You have to be deliberate. You have to go and seek it. Mm. He said you have to find that narrow path Mm. because it's not a general path. And then he says it's few that finds it. (laughs) Just pray you're one of the few. Mm. So know that when something is very popular, that's when you get your flashlight mm-hmm. and put your flashlight to check that is this thing the real deal? Mm. So what we're saying is this work is first inside of you. There is a lot to be learned about God. There is a lot, lot of time that he requires of you. You cannot, you cannot say you're a Christian and what you do is Sundays. You cannot say you're a Christian and you just add midweek service. That's Wednesday. No, no, no. There is a lot of resources out there. You, you can't blame anybody for not growing or for not learning or for not reaching out and eating. This is food. Mm. This is the food. It says, I made you hungry and I will feed you. So there is a way God feeds. He mm. feeds you with his word. They say it is a word that you need all the time. Mm. They have never lied. That one is not a lie. It's always a word. There's mm. always the what is what you need mm. in this life for God to Put you in the plan. You cannot be empty mm. and say you fit into the plan. Mm. You are out of the plan. You can't even advance the gospel if you are just putting your money in the church so that they can use it to. You are not really doing much because you are the first person that needs to be worked on. So the word has to enter. You have to receive the word, hear the word. You know, it says you should do the word too. So you have to sit down. That's why they call it the Mary and Martha ministry. Mm. There is the one that is sitting down to learn and which Christ will say, this one has chosen the better part. You chose to be doing the hospitality, mm. but this one is the better one. So what we're saying is, 
women need to realize that there's a woman that God has in mind. There's a, God has a speck. <laughs> like, so there's the God, there's a, there's a woman speck that God has in mind. It's a woman that is filled with the word of God. It's a woman that loves the word of God. A woman that delights in the word of God. A woman that the word of God has shaped her. That she's conscious of, you know, guiding her life with what the word of God has said. So she's such that when you meet her at any time, pressure or no pressure, she understands that her life is guided and guarded by the word of God. Wow. This is so hot already. This is this is amazing. And I, I believe our listeners are being blessed mm. by this. And that's why I thank God for Kingdom World Radio. Because this is one platform that helps you know Christ and helps you live by his truth. And I add, not only his truth, his truth are his ways, his patterns, his methods, and his plan, which is what we're talking about today. You see this beautiful thing about the plan of God? I just want to say, Thank you for the kind of guests we have here today. And I want to reintroduce our guests because I don't think our listeners caught it because one is being called Miss and one is called being called Mrs. And I'm saying it loud because when we have this kind of conversation, single people, single ladies have a way of cutting themselves out. I think, I bet married people, they talk, I bet, let me just sit down. No, we have a, a, a single lady who is dishing out this conversation. And I want you to re-throw your heart if you kept your heart somewhere maybe you just tuned up and just feel ah this is man i established no we have a single lady in this conversation and she's talking about the plan of god mm. look there are people that love god and they love his plan but please sister grace i want to ask you there are many times when the plan of god locates you in small seasons mm-hmm. painful seasons delay seasons, waiting seasons. Look, I want us to be real. For that woman looking at us in her uncomfortable section of the plan of God, what do you have to say about being in the plan of God when it's unpleasant? For just that thing, it might be a single girl, it might be a married woman, it might be a waiting situation, it might be a situation of long years of asking God for something. What do you have to say when the plan of God is not pleasant? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Of course, there's a scripture. There are a lot of scriptures. A lot of scriptures that encourage us to wait. Hmm. Although it tarries, said, wait. Okay? Now, um, the last scripture you read, maybe not the last, you read Ephesians 1, verses 11. It says, it's in Christ that we find out who we are. Which other introduction do we need? It's in Christ that we find out who we are and what we are living for. Whether you're a toddler, whether you're a teenager, a single person, married, aged, it is in Christ that we find these things out. There's no condition attached, whether it's pleasant or not. Okay? So, there's no other way. If you... If you what we do with ourselves, we encourage ourselves in the Lord. Mm. Because there's no salvation elsewhere. Mm-hmm. There's no plan B. <laughs> there's no other plan. Okay? Some people in those days, they will tell you they traveled a distance and 
go for so-so-so prayers and the rest of them and all the rituals in it. By the time you, you'll be waiting for them, they will come back and give you their testimony. And you'll be like, thank God for preservation. Just thank God for helping you to wait because he's the one that gives you the power to even do the waiting while in trial, while the things are unpleasant. He's the one that keeps you waiting. And his promises must surely come to pass mm. at the end. So that is the scriptures. It's the word of God that we use to encourage ourselves. He said, long before we first heard of Christ and got our hopes up, he had his eyes on us. <laughs> he had his eyes on us. He has his plans for us. I mean, I don't know who would be looking for something else, something better. Mm. I don't know what, what any better plan mm. anyone will promise you. Mm apart from the one in Christ. It's mm. filled with crisis, they say. Mm. That crisis, crisis, mm. at the end of the day. Praise the Lord. Thank you. That's just so powerful. Thank you so much, sister. That's so powerful. Mrs. Ijenwa, we're going to address what she said, but in another direction. And you can still contribute to that question, but I want to ask you, look, how do we cope with the strange, awkward, I dare to say, unpleasant instructions of God in certain seasons of our life. And I want to direct this question to certain women who feel God is, is calling them to a shift in their life. That maybe they are seeing that the plan of God is taking a detour or a shift or a change. Do you have a word of encouragement for them? When God is giving an instruction, you'll be walking in this place, and you're about to be promised and God say resign. <laughs> and, you know, or maybe a woman who just lost her husband and there's, 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 there's this, this sharp break in the plan of God. You know, I thought we were going this way, Jesus, and God said, sorry, <laughs> I'm turning this way. Hmm. A woman who just suddenly has four children and then lost one. And the plan said, I plan to even have five. And one is out. And it's as if the plan, something has altered that plan. And it's as if God is bringing deep instructions or strange changes at certain seasons. What is the word of encouragement for such a woman? Well, I will start by saying, thank God we are Christians. Mm -hmm. So really, we are not losing anything. At the end of the day, we are not really losing anything Mm. because anything that God is doing with us Mm. is not against us. Mm. It's for us, actually. And it is working for our good. There is nothing that God is doing and is sitting down and saying, yes, make, make it worse for her because I just need to make it worse for her. Wow. No. It is usually for our benefit. Mm. You know, and when you talk about the woman that perhaps the Lord says, okay, resign now, and she's shocked. You know, sometimes when you are shocked, they say because you have a plan. <laughs> if you have come to the end of yourself and you are, like she said, if you've actually come to the end of yourself, in fact, every day you should be like, I'm going to work today. Am I still working? But am I not? Still, am I not? Yeah, because it is not your plan. I mean, you, you don't know. You're it's not your. You are not your owner, guys. So you know that you're, you're like today might be the last day. You don't know. So you everything the Lord gives you, you hold it loosely. If, if He gives you a throne, you sit with one. Uh huh. Because He can come the following day and say, "My daughter, my daughter, get up," and then be like, "No problem, Lord. I was already up." And you know, so it's not something you were holding so with your liver and your kidney. Uh, no, remember. And then 
also because it is Christianity. Mm. God, thank you. Because it is Christianity, where we are going is to die. That is mm. die to things, mm. die to a lot of things. Mm. So when you have died the death before mm. the death comes, Ooh. the death cannot kill the died dead person <laughs> again. Now, what is remaining? I don't go and die before you come dead. I'm not afraid of death anymore. The fear of death has been tackled. So oh, bring it on. <laughs> you know. Bring it on. on. We are empty. We're not holding on to anything. You know, Christianity, our option is one. Oh, yes. Our option is one. No matter where you are in the growth, just know that your option is one. Is that death to self? So whether it is leave the job, whether it is husband leaving, God said, I did not leave. Did I tell you I left? As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I didn't tell you that I am going anywhere. Mm. The man has gone. Go and ask Anna. Mm. So what am I saying? Like I said, as I started, thank God it is Christianity. It is not happening to us by chance. Mm. If we are not left in the hands of life, we are not left in the hands of, you know, um, whatever will be, will be. That's not what we're operating. We have a Lord and Savior. The Bible says he is the head of all flesh. He's the head of all human beings. This is his creation. There is nothing that is running haphazardly. You know, everything is right on time. Is programmed. Whether you consider him Lord or not, he is Lord over you. He is Lord over every situation. So to even now talk about his children, he is very concerned about every detail. So whatever it is that happens, understand that he knew ahead and he has made provision mm. for how you will be resolved. Mm. Just ensure that you don't murmur at that period. Mm. Just ensure that you don't murmur. Ensure you don't complain. Just do your, your best to download power, grace to help you, you know, overcome that period. But understand that God is with you. It's not supposed to combo you. It's supposed to make you best something new. Look. Look, I, I I just feel I'm hearing women say, I want to enter this conversation. I want to say something. Look, you're not alone. We are not having this conversation by ourselves. You can say something. Just head on to our socials at the KW Radio, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Just use the hashtag Sarah's Kindred and drop your contributions right there. Look, I just want to take it up from where you started talking about murmuring because you're just transiting us to our next conversation. Sister Grace, I want to just ask you, look, this conversation has already gotten us to the point that we know that there are seasons that the plan of God is so beautiful. You're in a, a season of abundance. You're married. It's, it's summer. God, God has ticked all the boxes. <laughs> you know, Abraham got there. Yeah. Moses saw that thing. They saw the glory, you know. Yeah. And we're going to talk about that before we end this conversation. I hope we can get there. But I just want to say, ask one question. How do I maintain my joy? How do I maintain my peace? In when the plans of God, it seems that the option should be murmuring and grumbling. What should I do? Because we are trying to help women. We have sounded so good. So what can we do to remain, keep our joy bank full, our love bank full, even when the plan of God doesn't look so fabulous or glamorous? Okay. Just the song that is coming to my mind is peace when trouble blows oh. Jehovah says Jehovah loves you know he's our peace mm. okay he's our stabilizer that should use that <laughs> word what of stabilizes us mm-hmm. okay uh, when I was a, a younger Christian 
I saw myself, I wasn't consistent. Today I'm up, tomorrow mm. I'm down, you know. But when I discovered what the Word of God can do mm. in the life of a person, I just exposed myself to it. I just opened up to the Word, you know. Not holding anything, not trying to remove mm. this and add another thing or make it fit into my desires or plan or anything. I just opened up and released myself to the Word of God. And he will come and stabilize whatever it is. Whether you are in your joyous moment, mm. he knows how to make sure you don't get on the road. I'll enjoy yourself. You know? <laughs> uh -huh. and, and when it's lack, mm. it still becomes your you know, abundance and the rest of them. He said it's in our weakness that he becomes strength. Mm. That it happens. Okay, when this is happening, he comes the opposite way. Mm. Once your mind is tuned to him once you are open to okay his word and what his word can do praise the lord Hallelujah. can i just ask something to this thing about okay. joy because sometimes i realize that we sort of um we're in guilt of ah, i'm disappointing the lord right now i don't have joy i'm supposed to be having joy you can't actually have joy by yourself it's mm. not something you can you know muzzle up so what the bible says is that a man can receive nothing, nothing. except his first giving so just go and ask the Lord for joy. Mm. Don't pretend. Don't force it. Something that will last for how many seconds when you force it. Go and ask the Lord for joy. Yeah. And then by the time he pours that joy in you, even you with all your, ah, I'm not a, I'm an introvert, you'll be surprised at the level of joy that he would give you. So I just thought to add that, that you can't mostly love joy yourself or when mm. things are really terrible. Just go and ask the Lord, I need joy right now because I need to obey you. Mm. <laughs> you know, that's so beautiful. That's so powerful. But I want to still ask you, Mrs. Ejewa, straight to your face. Can I really? I just feel a woman is asking. You people all sound so wonderful. Mm. But look, where I am, I'm enjoying myself. Can I really enjoy this plan of God you've been talking about for the last one hour? Can I live a life yeah. and enjoy this plan of God? Really, really? Or you are just saying spiritual or religious things? Mm. Or is this plan of God, is it a plan to live and a life of enjoyment? Or is just, I have to just make this God happy? Mm. Or what, is it a plan I can enjoy? You've heard of middle age crisis. Yes, I have. Yeah. If you are not in the plan, you will end up in middle age crisis. There's no how. You've heard of very po uh, rich, popular celebrities that will jump out of rooms, oh. ask them why they are doing such, you know. The only place you'll be satisfied, because what we're all looking for in this life is satisfaction. Mm. Now, why are you not satisfied? Somebody makes a phone, right? What is the use of that phone? If that phone doesn't do what it's meant to do, the phone itself is not satisfied. Mm. So is it just that the phone will just be there or, and nobody uses it? So the point is, until you are in the plan, this life will not make sense. You can never be satisfied when you're not in the plan. Mm. That is the only place your, 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 your happiness is in. You know, let's read John 4 in verse 34. Mm. Amplified version is what I'll read. When Jesus said, Jesus said to them, my food, mm. my nourishment is to do the will that is the pleasure of him who sends me and to accomplish and completely finish his work. Somebody sent you here. <laughs> 
if you don't do it, if you don't do what he sent you here to do, you can never be satisfied in this life. So your satisfaction that you seek in life is in doing what was recorded for you before the foundation of the earth, right? So you will never be satisfied in life until you are doing what was written for you to do. So life, we are all looking for satisfaction. And we are telling you that, let me tell you, let us give you the code. The person that made you, right, has recorded something for you. So that satisfaction that you seek is in that plan. <laughs> or join. join. Like we say in Nigeria, <laughs> everything is inside. And no matter the level of material, whatever you get, you acquire, your satisfaction can never be. I mean, we've talked about celebrities yes, that yes. are hung up on wanting to be suicidal and depressed. Mm. That's middle age crisis. See, you know, our topic has been life mm -hmm. and what is really what really matters yeah. and being addicted yeah. to that plan yeah. to the will of God for you look when you were talking about the books I just mm. understood that you know that this book that God wrote about you is still the same book he will open at the end of this age and mark your script <laughs> why won't you ask what is in that book mm. and that's a question to our listener at home mm. I think it's time for you to ask what was written concerning, concerning me. you. Look, I want our beautiful guest today to just share a last word before we wrap up this program. Sister Grace, you have any final word? Just in a minute or two. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In conclusion, there's no life without Christ. There's no hope without Christ. That's why Colossians 1.27 said, Christ is in me is the hope of glory. Christ in us is the hope of glory. Without that, you enter crisis. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Okay, so I'll just say to every listener of Sarah's Kindred, when you are not following the plan of God for your life, you are denying me, you are denying the host of Sarah's Kindred, oh, and you are yes. denying Sister Grace. Yes. And we are also delaying the plan of the Creator. So we all are supposed to be in that plan. At least, the least we can do is to be in Christ and doing what is, you know, obeying the general will of God. That way you will eventually be, fall into the plan of God. So please follow the plan of God for your life. I will follow the plan of God for my life in Jesus' name. She will follow Amen. and all of us will not deny each other. Hallelujah. <laughs> and I believe that from what you're saying, us following the plan of God is betting the overall plan of Christ, yes. of salvation yes. for the world. Mm. Look, ladies, we thank you so much. Thank this so has much. been hot and awesome. And I know that so many women have been totally blessed. I know that women are going to wake up tomorrow morning before they dust brush their wigs. They're going to say, oh, Lord. What is the plan? What is for, this plan? What is this plan today? It's <laughs> yeah. your plan I want to do. Yeah. Thank you so much, Mrs. Olayemi, Patrick Ijenwa. Thank, Thank you. you so much, Miss Grace Chukudi, for pouring into us today. We've been Thank blessed you. by all your contributions. This brings us to the end of today's edition. But the conversation continues on all our social media handles, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, at the KW Radio, kindly use hashtag Sarah's Kindred or send us your feedback by mail through radio at pastor.ng. Till we meet again on another episode of Sarah's Kindred, remember, God has a plan for your life. 
that is worth discovering and living out. Get on board and enjoy the ride. Bye for now.